This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay, we go. so we talk a lot about... The fact that uh, we're seeing more bigger people represented in media. Yeah, and absolutely. Magazines and books and culture. See them everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're definitely seeing these steps being taken. But um, one of the things I wanted to talk about today is you know, where is the representation for people with more non-traditional I say that with my air quotes here. My finger <laughs> he, he quotes. Was, he was air quoting everyone. Uh the more non-traditional bodies, you know, people who yeah. I think right now when you think of and I definitely see this in plus size women's fashion a lot where um, there are complaints, people who are complaining about the fact that uh, they are seeing one body type, one specific body type yep. represented yeah, yeah. and not others. And this, yeah, and they say it's the plus size, but, you know, mm -hmm. it's still. For some, it's not plus enough or right. Right. different enough. Yeah. Not everybody's an hourglass. No. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It's like the, I don't remember what the ratios are, the bust to waist to hips. It's like, I'll get it wrong if I, I know, say I it. I was, was going to say something, but it'll be way off. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. The, bar, the old Barbie measurements, that right. ratio is not even possible, I think, whatever. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say. Now, because of Sir Mix-a-Lot, the only measurements I could think of, it was like 36, 42, 36. Is that it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it would be the other way. 46, 36. I can't remember. Baby got back, he says, yeah. measurements, and that's all I could remember. Okay. But, yeah, like, yeah, there was like this big, there was this big announcement for like the male modeling that there was a big, mm -hmm. finally, the plus size men's modeling is thing. You know, it's sure. a thing. And I, I still only see like a couple faces. They are bigger, which is great. Mm -hmm. And I love that. But a lot of it is still, you know, like the football player build guy. Mm -hmm. um, I see a lot of that in a lot of the like catalogs or some of the, you know, the website, you know, you're scrolling through the websites and when the plus size, it's like a football type build. There's no, there's, there's a not specific, a, there's, body not a, type. there's no bellies. There's no love handles. Right. You know, there's not a lot of that. And I'm like, sure. Okay. We're, we're making progress. We're, we're getting there. I think, I think the first thing that, that I want to do here is, uh, you know, say absolutely. I, I agree. I think, I think we're on the same page with this, that there, uh, we're seeing basically one type of person, mm -hmm. one type of model, uh, or I shouldn't say one type of model, one body type. We, yeah. we are starting to see, uh, more bigger models. If you look at some of these different websites and different mm -hmm. brands, they're using different models and we're yeah. starting to see that. But as far as body types go, they are cautiously taking these steps. Mm -hmm. So yes, I, I totally agree. I think we're not seeing the size, the diversity of, of body types that we yeah. need to see. That said, I think, I think looking at kind of what the reasons are for that is important. Even if we don't agree with those reasons okay. and I don't agree with those reasons. What, what, what reasons are you hearing? So, I mean, first, <laughs> first and foremost, uh, when it comes to fashion specifically, companies are very hesitant to step outside of the box that they know works mm -hmm. for them. So even us getting to this point where we are seeing 
bigger guys at all yeah. uh, being represented. It's a big step forward. It doesn't feel like it necessarily, but you know, you and I, I mean, we've talked about this on, on the podcast and off just yeah. about the fact that for so long, we would look at big and tall sites or we'd look at things we were seeing on TV and nobody looked like us. Mm-hmm. We weren't seeing that. We were seeing, we were seeing people who were more of a mainstream. Yeah. I mean, that was size. some of the inspiration for when we started Bearskin. It was like you go right. to the department store to look at the, the big and tall underwear and the guy on the package is ripped and has abs. And you're like, this, what? Right. This is a, a, I've never seen an ab. <laughs> right. A, a who? Right. right. <laughs> They're under there. They're in there. Yeah. But it's like, yes, there are. I, and I do appreciate that there are bigger guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the bigger companies are afraid to rock the boat too much. You know, it's like, it's been working. We don't want to, you don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Sure. But I think we need to, as consumers and advocates and people in the plus size community, we need to be able to get out there and say, Hey, we want, we more need of to this. say, Hey, we want, right. I want to see what that's going to look like on my body. One of the, they're definitely being hesitant. These companies are, are, they are taking these baby steps into this and mm-hmm. seeing that it's okay. And they're starting to see that there are models that they feel comfortable working with. And they're starting to understand that there is it a customer, an audience out there that wants this. Yep. Uh, I think that for so long, uh, we've been told that, uh, you can't be bigger and you, and that your value Mm-hmm. is tied to yeah, your size as attractive right. or whatever. Yeah. Right. But I feel like I was also, I was reading some articles, not, I don't know, whenever a few days ago. And it's like, guys are still self-conscious about their weight and their, you know, their bodies, they have issues, sure. but they don't necessarily want to talk about those insecurities. Right. There's still that you don't want to show weakness. Those, you know, the, I think we talked about that, like the masculinity air quote type things where right. we don't talk about our issues and our problems, which leads to more issues and more problems. Right. But so we don't want to, I don't know, we as in whoever, mm-hmm. maybe don't, the companies don't think we want to see that. Right. But I think it, for me personally, I want to see that because it makes me say, oh, that looks great on that guy. That will look great on me because right. we're the same. Absolutely. You know, we look the same. When I see a sports figure or this that same body type, I'm like, well, that's not how I look. You know, I don't identify with that. So I sometimes have a harder time thinking that's going to look good on me or whatever, you know. Right, right. And maybe it's, maybe it's me. I'm not a sports guy. I'm not into... Sure. Football. So when I see a football player advertising a thing, it means nothing to me. And well, that's, like, I, I think the football player thing and like the athlete thing is like acceptable fat mm-hmm. or acceptable bulk. Yeah, it is because they're still athletic. Right. Air right. quote things well, again. Sure, he's he's three hundred twenty pounds, but he also plays for the Chicago but, Cubs. Yeah, he's you know? look what he's doing right. on the field and what uh, you know. What was that guy's name? The Fridge or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Refrigerator Perry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's huge. Yeah. But he wouldn't have gotten a, you know, he wasn't on any ads for anything. Right. Yeah. You know, they do this. I think he did the Super Bowl shuffle and that was, that was about it. (laughs) I don't know if anybody remembers that. Uh, You remember? remember It was like a bunch of NFL players like doing some bad dances. Mm -hmm. They're just literally shuffling, which got to give it to him because that's about as far as I get with dancing. So the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah. 
but I digress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think there's just this idea that if you have, if you don't have a companies think that, that a customer is going to be turned off by seeing someone of with a different body shape. Mm-hmm. They see somebody who's shaped like an apple or that's kind of square or, you know, mm-hmm. not not the traditional kind of even a traditional big and tall guy who carries more of his weight in his gut. Yeah. That's the kind of thing they're looking for. They're not really willing to try different mm-hmm. body types. The companies that do give that a try that embrace those kind of models, they see a better return on that. I mean, I, I yeah. yeah, I mean, I do understand as a, you know, a, having a plus size men's fashion company, Bearskin, mm-hmm. we do have a harder time. I mean, it's a little different with underwear. I think some bigger guys are still self-conscious. Like I was saying, it's harder to find big guys that want to get in front of the camera right. for us in their underwear. If in clothing, I think it would, I think we would be able to find it, but we have a harder time finding those guys. Right. Like we reach out to guys and they're, they, and they're like, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, then they, the ghost. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, Oh, you know, I'm, you know, actually I'm not as comfortable as I thought or whatever. Right. And we've had, you know, we've had a few bigger models for some of our events that we've done, but none that are willing to really do photo shoots for us. So have you, when you, have you noticed differences, uh, I guess, audience response to uh, different types of models? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, can you talk a little bit about just general things that you that um, you see? We it's weird because we get good and bad on both ends. Mm-hmm. Like, and I I don't even know if there's like a more we get more reaction or more traffic from certain body types. I'd have to like we've gotten a more like likes or you know, hearts on Instagram or whatever. Sometimes when we have smaller models, sometimes those pictures seem to get more likes or, you know, whatever it is. Um, But I feel like some of the bigger guys get like guys do appreciate that Mm -hmm. because I've gotten messages about, Oh my God, I found your Instagram page and it's inspiring and like made me want to, you know, made me feel comfortable with my body to be able to take off my shirt in front of my partner or go to the, you know, the beach or whatever it is. So much of it. So we get a lot of that. Right. We get a lot of those comments, not necessarily like public. They won't necessarily comment on the picture or or whatever. They reach out to you directly. They reach out to me directly, which I feel, I mean, I appreciate that a lot. That's great. And really that, that sometimes that's all you're, that you're looking for, you know? So I think, uh, I think that's big. And I, I look at that with, with Chubster. We get the same kind of thing when we uh, spotlight someone or put up a, a reader photo submission and it's a bigger guy than you see. I don't know. Like, like a better, a, a bigger response. You yeah. see that people are really interested in it. Uh, yeah, sometimes traffic yeah. on that article or sometimes whatever. they're reaching out directly. Um, and it, it runs the spectrum. It's, it's so weird. I, you know, I don't feel like there is a specific, uh, I don't, I haven't been able to figure out the rhyme or reason to it at this point. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes it is like, you know, some guys are just more photogenic no matter what their body which shape is, or which size is. Another is. Thing. Yeah. So it, it could be, you know, this, this, you know, skinnier hashtag normal, whatever. Right, right, right. Guy is photographed horribly and he does, you know, whatever. But right. You know, we're looking for like when we're looking for models, we're looking for guys that are, you know, confident and 
having fun and, you know, have a great smile. Like there's all these other, just like a feeling you get a vibe from those people that comes through when you're, you know, when you see the pictures. Absolutely. So it doesn't, we're not always looking for a certain body type. We're looking for personalities more. And yeah, we do want bigger bodies. We're trying to get those bigger bodies, but we do sometimes have a harder time finding those guys that are willing to get in front of the camera, you know, strip down to their underwear and, you know, that's hard to do. That that takes a lot. I mean, I don't necessarily, I don't even want to do that much anymore. You know, it's like, sure. Right. Being, being that comfortable with your body and being willing to do that. Yeah. I mean, I have no problem taking my shirt off, going to the pool or whatever, like, that's you know, but doing it for marketing materials yeah, that are going to know, go out around. The world. I mean, we did at the beginning. We were you know, I was a model at the beginning of our company, but sure. you know, and yeah. I would if whatever. I'm yeah. I would still be fine with it. I don't care. Yeah, right. It's just one of those things that you have to you have to prepare yourself for, mm-hmm. and I I deal with the same kind of thing. You know, just thinking about like. Being, you know, am I willing to do that? Am I willing to, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that we haven't really, we don't dive into. We need to get Bruce that in, much. In, a, in a bearskin photo shoot. Right, right. I'd, yeah, I'd be down. I would do it. All right. I would do it. All Absolutely. Right. Oh, did you hear that, everyone? He's going <laughs> to look for Bruce and his bearskins we on our on bearskin.com soon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking right. of that, I think we're going to need a beer yes. to get up some more liquid courage maybe for that yes yes what what did you bring for us to try today so this beer comes from belching beaver brewery (laughs) yes i know i know i'm gonna leave that alone belching beaver is uh based in oceanside california nice Um, I, uh, I, I've, uh, I, I've seen this one and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to grab it and, uh, give it a try on the podcast. It's, uh, it's called, uh, Phantom Bride and it's actually, uh, a beer that was made in conjunction with the band Deftones. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it is, uh, it's actually named after one of their songs. I'm a big fan of Deftones, so I okay. saw this and thought, okay. Got to try it. Um, Phantom Bride IPA is a blend of Amarillo, Citra, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops, delicately balanced for the perfectly drinkable mix of citrus and hoppy goodness. Nice. Uh, it's a collaboration between the singer from Deftones, Chino Moreno, and skillfully crafted by Thomas Peters, who I'm guessing runs Belching Beaver. It must be. Uh, sit back, put on your headphones, and drink away. Well... We're not doing the headphones thing, but yeah, we don't wear headphones when we're recording this. I know we're we're uh, we're experts, rebels. <laughs> it's right. an American IPA. It is. It is, and it says hoppy, yep. smooth, tropical, light, and fruity. So I don't know. I I like the citra. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I need to start drinking some of the single hop beers. I was listening to the. What is it? The Untapped podcast, and they were talking about uh, single hop beers to really Ooh. get the flavors of them. So I'm like, because most beers are a mixture of different hops. Oh so sure, right. I was like, oh okay. So nice. Belching Beaver, seven point one ABV and a fifty five IBU. Smells good. Yeah, it smells pretty hoppy. Mm. Yes. So the fifty five is the international bitter units. Is that what that is again? Something like that. I've, I had a Halls in, so now this is going to taste weird, I'm sure. Ooh, perfect. Ooh, yeah. There we go. All right, yeah. I mean, I'll try anything from a brewery called Belching Beaver. Stop 
saying that. And I mean, really, it's not the it's not the worst, uh, uh, you know, name or can. I mean, remember, no, the, it's it's like a, a Day of the Dead type. It is. It's yeah. It's got a it's got a graphic. Cool, yeah. Oh, that's a beaver skull. I yeah. just saw that. Oh, it is right. <laughs> a, a very very cool illustration on the front. But I was thinking, you know, we, we've certainly seen we've seen worse. Oh uh, yes, we've the the brown note. The brown note uh, was call back to one of our early. Yes. Yeah. Check out the episode with the brown note. That was Whew. I don't remember what episode it was rough. That was, it was but. rough. <laughs> yep. Uh, what do you think? I, it's not bad. It's it is definitely hoppy. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit of the citrusy, smooth tropical stuff. Whatever. Yeah, I feel like it's smooth. Yeah, I think I could actually drink this one. Little little little. Did funky. you get this locally? You bought uh, it at a store here? Yes, or? I did. Okay. I did, and I can't. Re- oh, you That's know what? Right. I, I bought it. I bought it at a little um, uh, community owned place called Whole Foods. Oh, the community yes. owned. You probably haven't heard of it. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. Um, we like to uh, have um, uh, cheese sampling nights every so often. My 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 lovely wife your, and I. Your and, date night. And yeah, it's our, our kind of date night thing, you know. Nice. And uh, so <clears throat> got some cheese, got some. Did we get some meats? Well, who knows? We got some che- different kinds of cheese crazy and cheeses and, and uh, uh, picked up a few different beers. And this happened to be one of those. Um, oh, oh cheese. Uh, great recommendation. If you're if you are a uh, I don't know what they call you if you're a cheese person. A cheese head. No, yes. I don't know. There we go. I don't know. A cheesy like a like a foodie. Uh, mm-hmm. what, whatever. If you're into cheese, try Humboldt Fog. Humboldt Fog. Yeah. They sell it at uh, Whole Foods and it's phenomenal. At that community. Yes. The community grocer. What type Whole Foods. of beer is cheese? Or what type of cheese is that? Uh, it's a. It's kind I'm of checking a, in. Sorry, I got. Yeah, distracted. yeah. No, it's. Uh, it is. Um, it is a kind of. It's hard. It's hard to. It is like the cake of cheeses. I, this is. Is it, is it sweet? It is. Mean? A little bit crumbly. It's a little bit blue cheesy. It's a little bit. Um, uh, oh man! Of course, I can't remember the. That's all right. The uh, there's another type of cheese that's uh, that we always get. It's it's like a mixture of a different of a few different types of uh, cheeses. I'm not. A, I'm is, not a big cheese head. I don't know. You're not. I mean, I like you cheese. Like cheese. Okay. I all don't right. like blue cheese that much. Yeah. Um, but I like. I mean, I like cheese. I'm, I'm looking. While for, he's looking, yeah. make sure to go subscribe and follow our podcast wherever you're listening. Make sure you subscribe so you get all the latest episodes. We've got a lot of exciting stuff coming. Indeed. And Humboldt Fog. Here you go. Okay. Humboldt Fog is a goat milk cheese made by Cypress Grove of Arcata, California. If you live there, and I mispronounced that, uh, Arcata, a thousand apologies. Arcata? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it is named for the local ocean fog, which rolls in from Humboldt Bay. It's a mold ripened cheese with, with a central line of edible white ash. What? Much like more beer or more BA. I don't know how you pronounce that one either. But yeah, it, it has this edible ash. It's like a vegetable ash that's in it. And it is um, from all the California wildfires. Yes, edible yes, ash. yes. It, they they specifically <laughs> put it in there and it's, it's phenomenal. Okay. This, so uh, is it smoky and... Smoky flavor, or I really I wish my wife was down here to describe it because she it's, Where is it's she? her favorite. Okay, well, 
Maybe I'll have to sample that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all I can say is if you're looking for a cheese to try and you haven't tried this, uh, give it a try. Because so, well, well, I guess we're gonna have to get some cheese to sample with our. Beer. I know. I should have brought it down. We've got some. We've got some left. Well, I'll get it after. Yes. So also, if you're interested in following along with our beer, uh, we're we have an untapped list. You can download untapped from your app store or wherever. Um, and you can follow the heavy conversation beer list, see all the beers we've been drinking, see what kind of ratings we're giving and take Thank pictures you. of all your beer. You can get badges. It's fun. It is fun it's stuff. A, it's, a, it's a, I really enjoy it cause I can never remember what beers I've had. And I'm always like, Oh, I like that beer. Yeah. And once you've had, uh, you know, a lot of beer, it's hard to keep track of. Yeah. What you like, what you don't. I just got to get better at checking in while I'm at the place. Like, I'll check in, like, the first one or two, and then I forget. Oh, yeah. Well, Because I've had one or two. Yeah, it's hard to keep up. I (laughs) definitely, definitely understand. All right. So, more big, or or not even big, but just even non-traditional. Like, where are the... I've seen a few campaigns with, like, you know, people that maybe aren't as able-bodied in some different campaigns. Sure. And, you know, I I think that's really awesome. Are, are you seeing that, like, in, in men's clothing, that kind of... I haven't necessarily in men's... I think I've only seen it in more feminine women's sure. type stuff. Yeah. I honestly, now that you say that, I don't think I've seen any in more masculine well, I think Well, I think that's the thing, and that is kind of, you know, men's plus-size fashion is so far behind... Yeah. women's just in general well, i yeah. mean there are there are so many things that are lacking on the on the men's side or masculine fashion if you're looking for that stuff and um there are a lot of brands out there that are killing it on the women's plus mm-hmm. size side but we're just not seeing that for men and i do think that that there are companies that are missing opportunities because of that i think uh using Bigger models or non-traditional, uh, quote unquote, non-traditional <laughs> models. We still need to get. We need to figure out a definitive name for <laughs> we what do. we are. I know. I know. Because, like this plus size, we don't know what we're. Call- I think maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. There's not like a. There is no authority figure on what. It, it means to be a plus size model sure. or plus size man or well, it's still, what size that even is. So much of it still comes back to the idea that uh, we have been told for most of our lives that we're not supposed to care about that stuff. Yeah. So even though we are now starting to care about those things, it's still something that it's just there's no real form or function behind it to say this is what it is and here's what it's about. So everybody kind of has their own little thing. Mm-hmm. And I think... I feel like very soon we're going to see a large brand, uh, you know, start working with people who have different body types, and mm-hmm. then we're going to start seeing those things stepping in. We're seeing, we're starting to see that in TV and yeah. movies and things like that. And I think, I think that other parts of life, even even outside of fashion and all of that, just seeing people yeah. better represented, more inspirational, right? People in general in front of the camera. Right. Whether it's the photograph, TV, movies, just mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, there have been a, more of that. So that's yeah. good. We, we want to see more of it. 
Yep, always want. We want more. We do. More, more, more. All right. Well, I think... It's a bigger conversation that needs to be ongoing. Yeah, it's just an... uh, Yeah, it is an ongoing thing, and I just like to keep kind of talking about it, getting it out there, letting people know. It's important to be aware of that. Yeah, we're paying attention. We want to know what you're seeing and what you guys want. You know, hit us up on our Twitter account, our Instagram, wherever... On the street, right? On the street, <laughs> which is please. really weird when people actually tell me. I, it's weird when I go to places and they're like, "Oh, I listened to whatever episode," and I'm like, uh, "Oh my god, people are right. listening!" Wow, it's they are they wow. are listening. Weird. You're listening out there, and I thank you, thank mm-hmm. you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Share our podcast with your friends. Yes. Let them know what we're all about. Yeah. If you have questions, if you have ideas for topics that we should cover, you know, let us know. We're we're definitely um, we're definitely down uh, to um, to talk about talk whatever. about those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a little shameless self promotion here. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, uh, by the time this comes out, it will. It will have been uh, Chubster's ninth anniversary. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo. There we go. I know. I want some cake now. I know. Me too. How about some Humboldt fog? Okay, I'll have some cheese. Perfect. All right. All right. Well, Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.